Hey, hey, and welcome to the 12th episode of the Nearly Nerds Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Declan, and my other host, your other host, our other host, is Sam. Samuel. Hey! That is, that, that, that's Samuel. Yep, that, mm-hmm. that's him. Yep. And no Lincoln, because this is a special episode. Toy Story, well, Pixar. I walked through Pixar. This is episode three, I believe, of it. Yep. Um, so we are covering the third movie in the oh yeah. Pixar. Oh, yeah. I guess franchise. Franchise. Pixar series, not yeah. series, but, you know, movies. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. And it's Toy Story 2. Yeah. One of my personal favorites. And I think I've stated this before, my favorite Toy Story movie. I just love it mm-hmm. so much. And watching it back made me realize how actually well made it is. And like the, just the plot and mm-hmm. how everything came comes together yep. is just actually really, really good. So mm-hmm. before we dive into that, um, Sam's got anything to say. I think we can start kicking this thing off. Yeah, I think so. Um, let's start off with the basic question that we always ask over after we watch every single movie. Did you like the movie? I'm assuming you did. Uh, I did like this movie. Wait, really? <gasps> Sam likes the Pixar movie about uh, Toy Story? Oh, what, the? what the? Oh, nah. What the? Yeah, I definitely like this one, which mm-hmm. you already know. Yeah. Which means, um, you can ask ask the next question, Sam, because I've already asked that one a bajillion times. Well, this question for you, Declan. <gasps> <gasps> okay, seriously, this next question... Um, did you have a favorite character? Ooh. 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 Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, I want to say... Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this out of the way. Character characters. I'm, I'm not going to say, like, Bullseye or Buster. Mm-hmm. Because they're not really character characters. Yeah. They're just, you know, they're just kind of the animal comic reliefs. But I love them. Like, they're so funny. Like, Buster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where he's, like, when he came out of the door at the garage sale, just, like, prancing around. Yeah. Not that casual. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> um, but if I'm talking character characters, honestly, in this movie, Buzz. Yeah. He's just such a good... He's just such a good person in this film. He's just such a good guy. Yep. I gotta say Buzz. And I'm... Yeah, Buzz. Buzz for the win for this yep, one. Yep. Buzz, I think. He's, he's just a Chad. He... <laughs> He's just a chat. Oh my WE's Oh my gosh. That scene. I never noticed that. That was a little bit goofy. Goofy. Okay, so we we have said our favorite character. What is your least favorite character? Hmm. <clears throat> Could go the easy route and say Pete or yeah, um, or Al. Or Al. Which honestly, I might do, just cause. Yeah, I mean, there really aren't that many bad yeah, characters. Yeah, it was really there wasn't really anything. Yeah, there's not. Honestly, I dislike Pete more. I find him. I, I don't like him. He's hmm. the way he. Uh, he's just annoying. Mm-hmm. Really, really annoying. I just I like I liked Al a little bit, or I disliked Pete a little bit less than I disliked <clears throat> Al, just because. At least, like, throughout the first 
um, half of the movie, he, like... He wasn't, he, like... He staged a, a lie that was, like, made him look like this calm character. Yeah. Who was, like, sort of, like, the wise and, uh, the wise yeah, saint. Yeah, like, he, yeah. At least I was able to believe a lie for most of the movie. Yeah. I think that's actually what makes me hate him more. Because, yeah, like, that's true. I mean, it's just me, per- me personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just... The fact that he's just, like, playing a different persona and then... Then all of a sudden, he just is the bad guy, and then it's just kind of annoying. At least Al's straight up about everything. Yeah. He's just like this, he's just this greedy, bumbling idiot. That's the best way to describe him. Like, he's not even that bad of a bad guy. Like, he's, Mm -hmm. he's just a greedy, you know, greasy man who just wants money. He's like, he's just, he's not that bad of a character. He's obviously just kind of a scummy dude, but like, Mm -hmm. Pete... Honestly, he was, like, literally going to kill Woody. Yes. Like, so, like, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's what makes me... He's, like, more of a true villain. Yeah, that's true. Um, I did want to make a comment about those two. Um, you notice throughout the first Toy Story movies that there are two villains. There's the obvious, the the human villain. Yeah. Oh, Sid. Yeah. Sid and And then Al. the less obvious... Um, Sid and Al are the, the, the more obvious. Then the less obvious is the toy villain. Which I would say the first one wasn't... Mr. Potato Head. Potato Head, yeah. And, and Pete. Pete, yeah. That, that is a very good point. And, mm-hmm. yeah, and, yeah. I, I didn't notice that until now. The toy is more to... subtle of a villain. Yeah, yeah, so. for sure. Pete obviously came out more near the yeah. end, but he was very, like, there's nothing suspicious about him pretty much the entire time until the yeah. end. Well, I wouldn't say suspicious, just, like, really bad about him. And Mr. Potato Head, he was kind of subtly the bad guy the entire time. Yeah, he wasn't, like... He wasn't like he wasn't evil to be, like he. He had good reasons, real yeah. like good intentions. I guess he was just sort of driven by jealousy. Yeah, and yeah. dealt with his problems in the in the wrong way. Yeah, and I mean, Pete. Okay, Pete. He wanted to. He basically he was the unpopular toy. He was yep. nobody really wanted him. That's why he was in mint condition, and he never got bought. So he was waiting to have his moment to have everybody look at him mm-hmm. and everyone be amazed with him because no one ever was amazed with him before. He was mm-hmm. just the he was just a bad toy that nobody ever wanted. So yeah. yeah, that was his motive, I'm guessing. I don't know. I didn't mm-hmm. think too much about it. Makes sense. Um, okay. So I wrote a lot of I I mostly wrote down references so I can yeah. kind of I just wanted to just like point out a few things I saw. Mm-hmm. Uh just real quick. First off, I'd like to mention the animation between literally just Bugs Life. That was the only movie. Yeah. They already got so much better animating uh-huh. the toys. Yes, like they got for sure. Buster, the first dog, he looked absolutely cursed. And Buster actually looks like, you know, a pretty decent, like, just normal dog. Yeah. And, like, everything, it already looks up to Pixar standards. It already looks really good. And yeah. the humans are a little bit janky, a little bit yeah, weird. Yeah, but they're still, but still figuring that out. They're still figuring that out. And they don't even look that bad compared comparatively to the... The first Toy Story, <laughs> but like it, it mm-hmm. looks so much better. It's, yeah, I don't know, just the the toys. I think Rex, like his reflections. Uh, I remember like at the beginning. That's when I wrote it down because like they're standing by the window and he just like he looked so good in the sunlight. Like it reflected off him so well. It just looked amazing. Yeah. Um, I think we both no- both noticed this one. There is so many Star Wars references. So. Many. It's just jam packed with it's them. It's literally it's hilarious. Like, I think that that was around the time too where Star Wars was becoming even more popular. I think that was around the time the sequels were either announced yeah, or I either think so. came out. Yeah, yeah. Because like, yes, I think so. 
so many. When he, the the what I did never noticed before was when um, Buzz is like at the entrance, uh, or the video game uh, Buzz is like at the entrance of Zerg's um, fortress, and this the eye thing comes out like the thing in Jabba's palace. Oh and, yeah! And he just he jumps around and shoots it with a laser, and it makes the Tie Fighter sound. Yeah, 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 <laughs> dude, yeah. The, all the like it's there's so many sound effects just they use from it. It's hilarious. Um. Okay. This one, uh, this one I thought was funny. I, I don't know how obvious it is. It's probably pretty obvious. But the way that, like, so it's obviously Andy's dog is Buster, but he literally just responds to Woody, which yes. I think is hilarious. Like, he will not even listen to Andy. He yeah. only listens to Woody. He tried the same thing. He tried to get him to do the same thing. It just didn't work. It was hilarious. Yeah. Woody, Woody just has too many of those, like, like yeah. pet kind of characters. He has, like, yeah. Buster. He has... Bullseye. Yeah. Um, I'm going to save a little more. I have more, so let's just... Yeah. You can say some stuff now. I've, um, well... I think I something did cross my mind about that. It's, like, how they're the toys that they, like, sort of entertain the children with. Um, but then Buster is sort of like a toy to them, you know? Yeah. It's yeah, like, that's true. He's the plaything for them. Like, obviously, they don't see him in that way, but, like, they don't see actual... <clears throat> Um, like people in that way either um, like they they don't uh, they don't see them as like pets that they have to take care of or anything like that they're like um, there's just one quote I had um, from that by by Jesse she said um, even though you're not moving you feel alive because that's how they see you yeah that's when when you are able to show your love to these people that you care about you you can feel uh, you just feel so much so much better and so like encouraged and you know so Bro, that whole scene made me actually feel bad for giving toys yeah. to charity <laughs> like <laughs> oh, man. Feel bad like that's something that i thought of and i i yeah. said it to you during the movie like yeah literally like to them it's this big dramatic thing they stopped mm-hmm. playing you know they the girls stopped playing with jesse and eventually she you know just moved on like most humans do it's normal yeah. but to them it's like yeah obviously it's terrible and, and then rejected, she basically. gets you know put into charity which is like Wow, that's the worst thing a human can do to you. But for a human, that's like the right thing to do. If you're not playing with your toy, then donating, give it away yeah. to a kid you might want. It's like, yep. It's Except fun. it fell into the hands not of a child, but of a man a child. Fat. Yeah, a man child, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Cheeto man. Uh, it's um, the chicken man. I knew there was something off about that chicken. <laughs> oh, I knew there was something off about that chicken. Um, okay, this was something I noticed. First off, they had so many references to not necessarily Pixar movies, but their animations. Uh, like, animations they had, you know. The short film? Yeah, like all the short films. Like, there's the Snowman, there's the Tin Soldier, you know. Okay, and one thing I'm about to bring out, I don't remember if it was made after or before, but I generally don't remember, so I don't know if... That short film is a reference to Toy Story or vice versa, but I, I believe... No, 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 no. It's definitely the other way around. It was definitely made before Toy Story 2 because there was something about it. There was a little reference that like pretty much sealed the deal. So, the old man who fixes... Yep. Yeah. Okay, the most the more obvious thing is he's the guy from the chess 
mm-hmm. short film where he plays chess by himself. That, yeah. that little short film. But something that I never noticed was that he actually had chess pieces in one of his little compartments. Oh. I didn't even realize that. And, I, and that was like, that's what confirmed it. I knew he was the man, but I didn't know if it was based off of, you know. But literally, he had chess pieces in when he opened up one of them as chess pieces. Yeah, 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 you're So right, it's you're a little right. reference to the, the the little short film where the man, the old man plays chess with himself. And I was trying to think of, where's that guy from? And then when I saw his face, I was like, oh, right. That was, mm-hmm. that was pretty cool, yeah. They yeah. had a lot of references. <laughs> I, oh. Yeah. Oh, sorry. This is real quick. Yeah. I think we were going to start doing this. Pointing out where the pizza truck is. For the Toy right, Story right, ones, right. it's really obvious because it's literally part of the storyline. Yeah, they so built the pizza truck. Yeah, it's kind of hard to like be like, oh, it was in there, but it was like literally part of the storyline. So that. yeah, uh, yeah, the pizza truck was in there. I don't really know where to. It was in the. They just found it. Pizza. Yeah, it was in there. Bro, there's not really anything to talk about it because it's part of the storyline. The poor kid who must drive this pizza I, truck. Yeah, <laughs> for real though. And gets a ticket. Is like I don't know where that where that where, where, where it went. <laughs> Bro, that'd be a funny short film. The guy just constantly losing track of his of his truck. Yeah. Okay. What what else do you have on your list? Um, I wrote down quite a lot of stuff for once. Um, I mean, I noticed that Buzz is sort of like develops into the second in command. Like yeah. he adapts so quickly to like. Accepting that he's a toy. Yeah. And he adapts to their <clears throat> lifestyle. And he is, like, um, willing to accept uh, accept this. And then he's also helping the toys around, like, um, just everywhere. Like, he's helping Woody find his hat. Doing just... He's just his buddy. Buzz is such a, just a good character. He's, especially yeah. in this... He just really shines <laughs> in this movie. He yeah, is, he does. It's just what it's oh it's just like the perfect in my opinion, mm-hmm. it's like the perfect Toy Story movie yes. in my opinion because Andy's still around Andy is not it's it's before like the end of the Andy arc hmm. it's like he's it's it's still in the middle it took everything what was great from the first one it's where they meet they have they meet Jesse Bullseye yep two very important people and then Buzz he just really shines this movie it also shows. Woody and just all the other characters like Ham, uh, Rex, Slink, and uh, Mr. Potato Head, they like get to go on the adventure with Buzz. And it's just like, I just feel like it's really just a peak. Because like, you know, Andy's still around. They're all working together. It's just really a, just a peak, in my opinion. I feel like it's just a peak Toy Story movie. At least for me. I don't know about other people. Hmm. I know a lot of people like the third one. And I, There's no hate to the third one. It's just I don't know, the second one, I just love it so much. It's such a good movie. Yeah. The, um... <clears throat> hmm. Part... The, part of the thing with Buzz, too, is that he's also helping Woody deal with these same problems of, like, um... Just feeling like he's not much... Like, not worth it, and then sort of... You, you realize he, like... When, when Woody is talking about how he was a show. He was a popular TV show. Buzz is, like, sitting there, he's listening, and he's like, dude, this is basically what what I was like before. Yeah. I, I was living in my, literally living in my own TV show. And, like, I, he gets, he, so he understands where Woody's coming from, but then he says, he's using the same line on Woody. He says, you are not a collector's item. You are a child's plaything. You oh, are yeah. 
a toy. You are a toy. And that was. Oh, uh, I mean, what are you? Sorry, I got mixed up. <laughs> yeah, that was use the same line that you used in the first movie. Yep. Um, so. Yeah, I love all the. They even referenced the first movie a bunch. Like, there's one that I was waiting to slide into. Perfect moment. Yes. Uh, okay, that pretty. I think it's a really. I'm assuming. I feel like it's a really iconic scene for Toy Story where. Buzz, you can see his like lower half. He's standing on, I think, the bed, and uh, Woody. He's peeking over and he's looking up at Buzz. In the thing, in the oh, uh, you're right. Yeah, Buzz in the in this toy store. There is the new newer model of Buzz, and he's like standing up in the display case. Buzz peeks over and looks up up at him, and it's just it's the same scene, but it's with Buzz. Right. It was yeah, and I saw that, and that was really cool. They referenced the mm. first one, which I thought was pretty. That's cool. what you were looking at. I'm like, yeah, I was like, what is this a reference to? I, was I wasn't. Like, oh, that was uh, yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Also, isn't Mr. Potato Head like he doesn't have a mustache for the entire movie, doesn't he? No, it, it's, I thought he did. Well, it because, was because it, I know because he went clean shaven. That's why I was yeah. asking because yeah, I mean. He carried it around, I think, but yeah. <laughs> he never actually put it on, I don't think. Yeah, because he was, he's being... No, no, wait, he did when he was away from Mrs. Potato oh. Head. <laughs> That's even funnier. Yeah, because I thought I saw him with it on, but I wasn't, I wasn't sure. Um, might I add something? Um, Bo Peep, I said uh, last episode I didn't really like Bo Peep as a character yeah. because she wasn't supportive. She was a lot more supportive in yeah. this in this episode. Even if she didn't go on the adventure with on the journey with them, she still had to That's stay what behind. The one's for. Yeah, <laughs> she still had to stay behind because she was like, Buzz is gone, Woody's gone, so she's, she's the, the next, next in, in charge. charge. Yeah. So she's just dealing with everything over here while they can go and save Woody. And she's like, um, she in that first that first scene when Woody's stressing about finding his hat, she's like, she says, um, uh. Woody, look under your boot. And Woody goes, don't be ridiculous. My hat is not under my boot. And she goes, would you just look? Looks under his boot, sees Andy's name written on his boot, and says, see? No hat, just the word Andy. She says, exactly. And that boy would take you to cowboy camp with or without your hat. And so she's definitely became a more supportive character. Yeah. I just feel like all the characters were just, they're just so... It's like in their prime moment in this movie. Yeah. Like just all the characters have like like their best moments in this movie. I mean there's always the iconic and a bunch of good stuff in the other ones, but like I just feel like it's just peak. I don't I can't get that in mm-hmm. my head. I just feel like at least for their timeline that was shown in the movies, they were probably living their best life at yeah. like around that time after they got back from the adventure. Because everything was well, and he still obviously was young enough to play with all them. No worries. I mean, there was always worries, but they were, they had them taken care of. So uh, I only have a few more things on my list. I have they're not really big at all. One of them I actually didn't I I I didn't really remember it, but I actually no I did remember. I didn't fully see the scene, but I just remembered seeing it when I watched it the last time. <laughs> the Jurassic Park reference where they're, yes. they're in the aisle and Rex is just running after them and they're driving the the little car thing. Yeah, that was pretty funny. And like they look. They yeah, look, they the, look the footsteps that. are like um, more emphasized, and they like yeah. look in the mirror. Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> and then that was so funny. Speaking of that car, 
Barbie, the Barbie scene where they meet like all the different Barbie dolls. I I never noticed that, but Mr. Potato Head when he when she gets in the car, uh, he's like, "I'm a married spud. I'm a married spud." That <laughs> yes. was hilarious. I never noticed and that then, until now. And then the, the, the and then Ham was like, "Then save him. Then save her for the single fellas." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that. Uh, I love him. Ham's just funny. Ham's like, oh man, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all my list. Besides, I have a question, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if it's been explained in the films. I can't remember, but I thought of it. What was what was Woody's life before <clears throat> Andy? I'm just curious because here's here's where I got it. They said it's been an old family toy. Yep, that's what and I was thinking. Too. They obviously didn't buy it. He was definitely he. Literally, when they were produced, it was at least in the 60s, around mm-hmm. when they stopped being popular, which was when space... Yes. And the movie is obviously... I know for a fact it's in the 90s or... No, very late 80s, Max, because, I mean, there's just a tons of things that came around, you know, yeah. there around, and the game consoles and stuff. It all makes sense for it to be in the 90s or, you know, around when the movie yeah. was actually made. So I'm, assu- I'm, I'm just curious, what was his life like before Andy... I never thought about that until I heard that. Like, he obviously was... Did he have another kid before that? Like, has that been explained? Um... Maybe it has. I don't remember, though. Well, it could be a similar thing. I feel like... So, there is one contradicting issue with this. Yes. Is that Woody simply cannot move on. Like... Until the third movie, I think. Like, That's true. He's really yeah. n- not good at moving. Which is weird, because you see throughout the whole Toy Story movies, all the toys are so good at adapting to their situation, like, immediately. Like, once the door closes, uh, for example, in in Al's uh, apartment building, they, like, um, they're immediately trying to brainstorm on how to get into the door. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, um... So, uh, it, it is interesting that Woody is not, um, like, he's not able to adapt and pick, choose a new kid. However, in the third movie, they're talking about how when, when if Andy takes them to college or puts them in storage, then, um, later they can give, um, Andy would come back and, like, have kids of his own that uh, could play with could play with them. So it could be interesting. I th- it feels like he was speaking from experience that like he um I don't know, somehow like yeah. he was passed down from like yeah. his his parents or something or it yeah. If it stayed in the family, it was probably easier for him to because like he okay. In Toy Story 3, it's not just, like, he's letting go. They're literally going to be, like, he's giving them away. Like, you know, like, yeah. he, there's the risk of them just yeah. not being with him. It, it was probably more like, you know, they had a kid, and he was just, like, he was with that, you know, I'm assuming maybe his mother or father. I don't I don't know if the father's in the film or whatever. No. He's... Yeah. I'm just assuming, just, let's just theorizing, say he was his father's, you know, Andy's father's toy, which would make sense with mm-hmm. the timeline. And instead of having to, like, say goodbye, they had a kid. And then he just, you know, yeah. he got to be with Andy. And it was just like, he was still in the same environment, yeah. 
Like, I mean, maybe that was the same childhood bedroom he had. It was could yeah. have been the same. But you know, they. Could I mean, have... until they moved. Yeah. Well, yeah. After that, yeah, obviously. But he was already with Andy by then, so he's already yeah. moved on. But like, they could. I don't know. They could have literally like they should make like a, a like a short film about that or something. Like that. Yeah, that would be. Because like, I'm curious now. I've never even thought about that. Like. You know, it's kind of hard to think about what all those toys, like, lives were. I mean, most of them, they were just bought for Andy, but, you know? I yeah. I thought about that until now. Uh, I mean, that's it's kind of deep for Toy Story for me. Yep. I've never really thought about that, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so... We are going to... So, actually, uh, I found this video a while back. I probably watched it two years ago. It was about the original script for Toy Story 2 and some of the history about the Toy Story 2 movie. We said we were going to watch it, so but we forgot to. So we're going to actually, you know, in real life, when we're recording this, we're going to just... We'll see you guys in a bit. We're going to pause, watch it, and we're going to come back, and we're going to have more to talk about. So we'll see you guys in a bit. Hey, 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 we are back. Yeah, we just finished watching that like, 20-minute video about what the plot of Toy Story was going to be before they completely, not completely, actually, they changed it in some ways. Most ways, actually. Most ways, yeah. But there was a lot of the elements that were still there from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think we're going to move sections and talk about this. Uh, yeah. What, you know talk about what has changed and if we liked the change or the better we should probably describe a lot of stuff that changed um mm-hmm. you can, i mean you can start that if you want yeah um so <laughs> this is only this is only my first time seeing the video but um well what changed is that um originally so back so around that time disney especially was putting out sequel movies that were like they weren't as good as the the original movie, and they wouldn't even go out to theaters. Oftentimes, yeah, they, were they the would. Home video yeah, they were yeah. the home the home video movies, and they were only about an hour long, and they were not very great. They were not very great. Um, uh, but anyways, um, at first, that's what they were trying to do with Toy Story Two. They so some of the stuff that was different with it was um, Woody. Um, is like becomes this as the, the YouTuber describes it, uh, posh, and um, just pretty um, stuck up, basically. Yeah, he becomes stuck up after meeting um, the prospector and and not Jesse, but Senor Senorita Senorita cactus. cactus, literally a cactus lady. Yeah, which I'm glad we have Jesse. That's one of the things. I love. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, I mean, a little bit of Bullseye. Like, Bullseye was a bigger character in this version. Yeah, which, honestly, I didn't hate. I like how Bullseye is now. But the idea of, like, I kind of like... That was the part of it I kind of liked. It wasn't... I know it's better how it is now. Bullseye is just, like, you know, the comic relief animal character. But, like, more trusty mm-hmm. sidekick, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. But he was, like, he could talk and stuff. It was kind of interesting. Yeah. It's interesting that the their collector's um, toys, which is smart, like, they're, they think that the idea of being played with is just revolting and yeah. weird. And so they're like, no, we don't want to be played with. We're, like, we want to um, 
like fix ourselves and keep ourselves in mint condition and just just all of this stuff um and so they um evidently become uh yeah they basically brainwash woody in a way like woody goes from this um child loving um this child loving self sacrificial guy to this self-centered yeah like stuck up yeah snob and bullseye like literally bullseye he was like treating bullseye bad apparently which yeah. i think was because you know he after when he changed into this you know snuck up he saw everything that bullseye liked was just stupid and that mm-hmm. be, you know being a kid's toy was just dumb which doesn't really make sense because like it was a little bit the I, fact that he's always been this old yeah. boy um, with this one family. That's probably why. The, yep. A lot of the plot was not as strong. Yep. It wasn't, like, terrible, but the guy, the, the guy described it like, if it would have been released, then we probably wouldn't have known any better and would just accepted it and would have been not as good as the first one, but, it, like, just a sequel. It wouldn't have been yeah. bad. But, but, like... Yeah. Oh, sorry, you can... No, sorry, I, I nope. interrupted you. Okay. <laughs> Um, I just, sorry, I just wanted to say that, um, I don't think Pixar would have become as popular if they did that. Because Toy Story became popular partly because they were one of the first, or not really, I mean, Star Wars was technically the first, where the sequel was better than the first movie. And that is what, I think, what kicked off their, um their whole Pixar ordeal. Yeah. So. I didn't really realize, like, it was, like, Toy Story, Bugs Life, and then Toy Story 2. They made the sequel Mm -hmm. right after the... But I guess it did make sense because it was technically going to Mm -hmm. be just, like, a home video release. Yes. But, yeah, by all means, I think the second one is better than the first one. They just... Mm -hmm. Everything. It's a really, actually, tight plot, I think. Yeah. For and sure. A lot more tight than the other one. Like, I mean, there were some cool parts about the other one. Like, uh, oh, wait, this was something I was going to say. So, in in how Woody, like, ends up being bought by the guy, he falls off the shingle of the roof mm-hmm. onto, like, an airplane. This, like, airplane. Now, I'm not really talking about... Okay, so that airplane, it was in the gutter of either... Uh, it was in their house. But in the movie, something I just noticed randomly. It wasn't even trying to, like... I just saw it and thought maybe it was an Easter egg from somewhere. Mm-hmm. There was the same kind of airplane, literally the same thing from the because we saw like a little test animation in the video. Yeah, literally the same airplane in a gutter. It was either mm-hmm. it was either their house or the next door neighbor's house. So it could have been a little bit of a little Easter egg to that. Yeah, that what they were going to originally do. And I didn't yeah. even know it was an Easter egg. That's I funny. just kind of saw it and stuck in my brain. Now mm-hmm. I actually know it was something. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um. There was one. Other, there were other things I was gonna say. Um. Um. One of the things I was gonna say is that while Jesse is totally different in the other version, um, yeah. Jesse in the in this version is an extrovert who never like who has spent too long in the dark by herself. Yeah. She's like. Maybe she wasn't an ex- as much of an extrovert before, but it's like what we were talking about in the Castaway episode, where um, this uh, the main character must have, when he got back from the island, had so 
much to talk about. Yeah. Jesse is like is like that, the result of an extrovert being in storage for too long. Like literally. Yeah, she was stuck under the bed for like ever. Yeah, so uh, stuck under the bed and then when she finally thought she was gonna get her dream totally rejected. Like she's yeah. donated. Ouch. So she probably went to like goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least Put it to I mean, Honestly, like, I guess you whenever, when you said Goodwill, I just got this image of, like, the toys, like, pulling up in a car, and, like, just, like, this cloud and, like, lightning. <laughs> like, this way. mad scientist. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, but, um... Yeah? The, uh, the other, the thing that I'm surprised they didn't mention about the, uh, like, what they were going to originally do with the storyline... Is that when John Lasseter realized that the movie wasn't gonna work out, they, he, um, I think it was either him or one of the other directors that just cracked down on everybody. Like, he, uh, they, they were, um, pushing really hard to make this movie work out and to make this, to make this whole thing come, come into, to motion. And it was, the guy actually felt pretty bad the director, because uh, at one point, um, one of the employees, um, I don't know if it was like an animator or something, but she was so tired after work that, because she was pushed so hard, she almost left her child in her car. Oh, wow. Like, and the director just felt so awful because he was pushing these people to just go so hard because they, they needed this to work out. Yeah, like nine months. Yeah, and that's... Where Marvel is failing, I'm just gonna sorry pull back for <laughs> a second. That's okay. That's okay. Um, is they do not care anymore about the story. They don't care if there are plot holes. They don't really care much about their universe. They just want to make a small little story every movie. Yeah. Hope it works out. Hope they send them off into more. the sunset. We'll deal with that later. Yeah. Then they don't care about the story. They just care about the the finances and the money, which, yeah. you know, you have to do if you're, like, a super incorporation. Yeah. So it's, it's, but, like, it makes sense. It's ruining but, your reputation at the yeah. same time, so it's, like, you choose. And Pixar, that's where <laughs> Pixar succeeds because they actually care about their stuff. And they take time. They take time. They focus <clears throat> on the story really well. They release, like, one movie per year. Yeah. Something Not like even. Not there was, yet. like, a two-year gap for Bugs Life, I think. Yeah, yeah, there was. So, yeah. It's, so, like, they actually take time, which is... You know, mm-hmm. that's what I want. That's what people want. Like, I know I'm gonna literally say the thing I've said in like probably three episodes. Mario movie, like, yep. at, I can tell it's gonna be a good movie because they're taking their time and it's yep. not coming out for like another two months, three, three, yeah, three months. Like, yep. they are taking their time. It was supposed to be out like two months ago. And um, I think I have one more thing to say. Mm-hmm. I don't. I I think I've ta- I've told you about it. Uh, maybe when we're walking dogs. I don't know if I said it on the podcast. Uh, it's probably the last thing I'm going to say uh, that I can think of. Uh, but it's not really to do with the plot, but the making of the movie. I, I think it was actually a separate video I watched. I thought it was the same video. It was a, another one about Toy Story 2. Yep. And it must have been... I don't know. I don't know what kind of video it was. But uh, basically, I think something happened uh, in the studio. Like, literally, like, all the movie. Like, the... All the the entire movie was erased off of all the computers, and then uh, I don't know if it's the director, you know, one of the people, important people, they had the last like on their computer, 
they had what was the last of the movie. Like, the entire movie was on their computer, only on their computer. And if their computer got broken, the movie would be gone forever. So mm-hmm. they literally took her computer, and I think they, like, wrapped it up. Yeah, you did like, tell blankets. me about yeah. this. They, were, like, wrapped it up in blankets and, like, literally, like, guarding it. And they uh-huh. drove it super slowly into the building. And it was fine. Obviously, the movie came out. But, like, yeah. their whole movie was relying on that one little computer. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't um, think I have anything else to say. I'm kind of brain dead. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is late when we're recording this. But yeah. um, anyways, uh, I did have one thing to say about the theme. Oh, yeah. Did you get anything for a theme? Uh, I was uh, had something kind of for me, but I feel like it wasn't quite what it was. I don't feel like it was actually that. Uh, I, I was kind of along the lines of what the guy said, but it was definitely less sophisticated. It was he was saying that the what the the guy the director his idea was okay the first one what would it you know what makes a toy what does a toy not like and so basically he you know a toy wouldn't want to be a collector because mm-hmm. well, a collector toy because then they would like knock it a play so I didn't it was something along those lines like I was thinking about like it was more of like Woody going through another situation. Like you know, like a situation, and uh, I don't remember. I'm I'm too I'm too honestly too tired to think mm-hmm. straight. But I'm just kind of speaking gibberish. But I I had something in my head. I'm sorry, I can't figure it out. So yeah, you can go. You can go say your thing. No, I understand. Um, one the one thing I got was actually was pulled out by Stinky Pete. Ironically, it was when he, he was on the box, and um, he was talking with Woody, um about like talking to Jesse, you know. And then she and then he realizes that Woody's kind of been a jerk throughout this whole movie. Like he hasn't really been all that all that kind or sin- like um it he was just at first he was like ecstatic that he was like well known and then he realized, "Oh, I'm going to a museum." And he's like, "No, never mind. I take everything I said back." And then Jesse is super upset with him. You don't really know why at first. Like, you're, you're like you're asking this guy to go away. Like, at first he's kind of annoying. Like, yeah. making fun of him, like, sounds like he really loves you. And, like, she was a little annoying at first, but then, like, Woody was, like, shouting at her. And and then, like, blamed her for um, turning on the, uh, the TV and waking Al up uh, before Woody could get his arm back. But, like, all this stuff... You kind of understand, you understand why Woody's upset with her until you realize, like, Woody finally just had to sit, like, sit down and said, okay, I, I don't know why you're upset, why don't you tell me? And she, so she tells Woody about, uh, Emily, um, her, her child, her former, like, kid who used to play with her 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 owner and um so she um that whole that whole montage yeah. went through and um Pressing. super pretty sad yeah but like Woody then decides oh yay i get to like now i guess i'll stay so that you can have the life that you wanted and then later on he realizes wait a minute this is not the life that you wanted you want a life with a kid 
not a life where you just stare at like where kids just stare at you from behind a glass. Yeah. Eh, like behind a glass box. So I guess what I'm trying to say is what I think the theme is, is there are other ways of communicating to people who are in distress. Like patience is one thing, but mm-hmm. then also don't let that be the defining factor. There are other ways to deal with problems. Like Woody thought, oh, well, this is not going to work out, so I guess I'll just go to Japan with them. And But then there's an, another way to solve that problem is to give her somebody that can actually um, like love her the way Emily loved loved her. So, I, yeah, I guess it's just that um, there are ways of dealing with people in uh, who are super stressed out, and that way is um, showing love and grace toward them. Not necessarily giving them everything they want, but showing another way that they can be happy. It's pretty deep. Yeah. Uh, there's no way I would be able to pull that out. <laughs> because I, I didn't watch that movie forever. I was way too excited to just watch it again. Yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> that movie was really good. Yeah, I think it's a very successful sequel. Like, yes. They, did, they actually made it better than the first one. They found ways to make it just... Storyline is just amazing. Mm-hmm. All the different characters, how yeah. they all work together to make the plot run. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, this is the last time we're going to be really talking about uh, not Pixar, sorry, Toy Story for a while, as the main subject, that is. Yeah. For up until quite a while, I think. For at least, yeah, it's going to be quite a yeah, really long time because mm-hmm. Toy Story 3 is the next one. There's a lot of films in between that. Yeah. But, yeah, Toy Story, it's a good, it's really good. I'm glad we got to Toy Story 2. I'm glad it's pretty mm-hmm. early on. Yep. Um, unless you had something else to say, I have... I just have some basic stuff to say at the end of each episode. Mm-hmm. Other yeah. than that, uh, I was going to say, I think we will link, I think we should at least link that guy's video. Yes, that's what I was thinking Yes, well. we just link his video in the description. It's a, it's a really good, really good, you know, well-made video. And he, he obviously has to you know, get credit. We've talked about yeah. the video for a little bit. Um, and thank, thank you guys for watching this Pixar episode. Hope you guys enjoyed uh, mm-hmm. Let you guys uh, on the comment section when I make the post for the Pixar episode. You guys should tell us what your favorite Pixar movie is and which one you are looking forward to. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, once again, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, we hope to get to see you guys soon. I'm so tired. Mm-hmm. Uh, bye. 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 bye, bye, bye.